turn your radios off. It's about to be lit. It's going down. It's crazy. It's louder than high school holla. Hold your airwaves, Hoster. Holla, Shaw City. Steven Spoon Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports. The H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show. Got to give big hollers out to the Chicago Skyhawks wheelchair basketball team. Repping for Chicago and Peoria in the IHSA wheelchair basketball finals. Man, we are represented well in Peoria this weekend. Hollers also go out to the nine CPS schools repping for the city of Chicago and the Chicago Public League in the IHSA State Boys Basketball Finals and Sectional Championships in Class 1A2 schools from Chicago. The Corliss Trojans and the Or Spartans went downstate. They were rocking in Peoria as well. In Class 3A, Farragut Admirals, North Lawndale Phoenix, Morgan Park Mustangs, and the Bogan Bengals were in action. And in Class 4A, the Curie Condors, Whitney Young Dolphins, and the Simeon Wolverines. Coming up on this week's edition of the H2S2 show, all of those teams were in action last night. We'll update you on who advanced to represent the Chicago Public League. And outside of our high school basketball update, we make this a special edition show as we get set to cover our spring sports like baseball and softball. Today, it's all about the Limb Bloom Eagles. Whoop, swoop, as they like to say at Limblue Math and Science Academy High School. We start off our spring previews with high school baseball as we talk with Limblue head baseball coach Matt Fadotti and a few of his shining stars previewing their upcoming season. And in Diva Sports, we sit down with head softball coach from Lindblom Eagles, Coach Allison Ihorn, and some of her shining stars from the softball team who let us know why these Eagles plan to fly to success this softball season. Wait till you hear all the fun we had this week at Limbloom Math and Science Academy. It's all for you on the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 show in the Swoop Swoop edition. Follow and holler at us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to check out the high school holler sports show page. We appreciate the love from you. Look for us to return in a few weeks Back to Facebook Live as we have pre and post game coverage of our H2S2 baseball and softball games of the week with interviews with coaches and our players of the game. You can also take the H2S2 show with you wherever you go by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Downloading the H2S2 show is another great way to stay in tune with the happiness in Chicago high school sports. Coming up next, we update you on the IHSA state basketball playoff scores from Friday night. It's the H2S2 scoreboard next on the High School Holla Sports Show. This is Mensa Lagan representing Limbloom Eagles baseball. This is Kendall Cole representing Limbloom Eagles softball team. 
Hey, this is Justice Page representing Limbloom Eagles, and you're tuned into High School Holla Sports Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Hey Chicago, this is John Wilson from Limbloom Technical High School, the Eagles, class of 1980, swoop swoop, and you're tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Time now for our H2S2 scoreboard. Sponsored by David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with unthought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on Amazon or through the Urban Fieldhouse website by clicking on the David Solomon logo right next to the H2S2 scoreboard. In Peoria, Illinois at Carver Arena, it's going down. The IHSA Boys Basketball State Finals are taking place this weekend. And in Class 2A, we had two area CPS schools face off in an old Chicago Public League battle last night. The state semifinals winner advanced to the championship game tonight. Coach Harvey Jones and the Corliss Trojans took on Coach Lou Adams and the Orr Sparks. These two teams before last night played one another in the Chicago Public League City playoffs. The Orr Spartans defeated the Corliss Trojans 7081 in that game, which made last night an even better rematch. This time, the winner would represent the city of Chicago and the Chicago Public League later tonight in the Class 2A state championship game. So, congratulations go out to Coach Lou Adams and the two-time defending Class 2A or Spartans 83-50 winners over the Corliss Trojans. Or Spartans will look to claim their third straight state championship later tonight. There were more Chicago Public League rematches taking place throughout these state playoffs, like in Class 3A. These two teams out of the Chicago Public League Red Northwest Conference, Coach William Wolf Nelson and the Farragut Admirals faced Coach Carlos Tolliver and the North Londale Phoenix. The last time these two teams met was back in December. North Londale defeated Farragut 75-58. Now, the sad thing about this matchup, last night in the Chicago sectional championship game between these two, both teams were disqualified due to a brawl that broke out in the final seconds of the game with Farragut leading North Lawndale 56-50 with about 41 seconds to play. Now, the IHSA Illinois High School Association released a statement that both schools have been disqualified from the state playoffs and that DePaul Prep will not have to play a super sectional game and will advance to the state semifinals. Sad. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. 
and other action inside the Class 3A sectional championships. Two schools out of the Chicago Public League Red South Conference went at it last night in the Burbank sectional championship. Coach Nick Irvin and the Morgan Park Mustangs faced Coach Arthur Goody Godwin and the Bogan Bengals. These two last met also in December when the Mustangs beat the Bengals 85-77. to Last night was a different story as the Morgan Park Mustangs fell to the Bogan Bengals who advanced with an 85-78 to win. We move on to Class 4A action where we had three CPS schools fighting to advance in sectional championships games. The first game featured Coach Tyrone Slaughter and the Whitney Young Dolphins, the conference champs out of the Chicago Public League Red Northwest against the Chicago Public League City Champs and conference champs of the Red South, Coach Mike Oliver and the Curie Condors. This is the first time these two teams have met this year, and it was a tight one in the Hillside Sectional Championship game. The Curie Condors defeated the Whitney Young Dolphins 53-51 to to advance. Finally, Coach Robert Smith and the Simeon Wolverines repping for the Public League Red South as well in the Blue Island Sectional Championship against Homewood Flossmoor Vikings. The Simeon Wolverines advanced with a 58-43 victory over HF. Congrats to all the teams that advanced. Now hear how the five remaining CPS schools will play things out in the rest of these IHSA state playoffs. Tonight in the Class 2A championship game, the Or Spartans will look to go for their third straight title against Nashville Community High School. Also, the Corliss Trojans will battle it out for third place against GCMS High School out of Gibson City, Illinois. In Class 3A, the Bogan Bengals, who advance to play in the Super Sectionals, will have their game in Joliet, Illinois at Joliet Central High School. And in Class 4A, we have another Chicago Public League Red South Conference rematch. The Curie Condors and the Simeon Wolverines will face off next Tuesday in their super sectional game on the campus of Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois. Now, Curie this year is 2-0 against the Simeon Wolverines. We'll see who has the advantage this third time around. We always encourage everyone to go out and support the Chicago Public League schools who are competing in these state playoffs. When a crowd follows, these players give their best performance and try to compete for you cheering for them. So let's make sure we keep encouraging their efforts to represent the Chicago Public League. Now, when we talk about games like North Lawndale and Farragut, the sad part about it is we got a few knuckleheads out there that ruin it for everybody. And in this case, they ruined it for two well-deserving schools competing to advance downstate. And if you know who was behind it, I'm encouraging you to speak up and speak out. Because this type of nonsense only ruins it for the student-athletes and the coaches that put in all hard work all season long to make it to this point. Only to be ruined by a brawl. Remember, you can always 
check out the scores from these IHSA boys basketball playoffs and those other spring sports starting up by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. The H2S2 scoreboard is again right there on our homepage. Coming up next, it's all Limbloom Eagles. Swoop, swoop. We kick things off talking Limbloom baseball with head coach Matt Fadotti. It's all about the Limbloom Eagles next on the High School Hall of Sports Show. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school. Because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. Run the city, city, city. High school holla. Let's go, 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 go. Welcome everyone to our H2S2 Double Play Baseball Preview. It's a double play since within this preview series, we have a combo of segments with Coaches Chatter and Shining Star. We are here at Limblue Math and Science Academy High School, home of the Eagles, with a good friend of the H2S2 show, Limblue Head Baseball Coach Matt Fadotti. Welcome back to the show, Coach, for another baseball season. Thanks again for having us. Let's start off by telling our listeners who may not know, how long have you been the head baseball coach here at Limbloom. Uh, this is my fourth season here at Limbloom. When we last talked, I don't believe I asked you this question, coach. What's your best high school memory? Best memories are just winning championships. I was lucky enough back when I played that that we won back-to-back years when I was a junior and senior. So they're my best memories as a player and as a coach. It's the same. Always remember the championship seasons that we had, whether it was when I was coaching college or high school level, no matter what where it is, it's just all about the winning. All about winning. And that's what you're doing here at Limbloom too. Let's take a moment, Coach Fidati, to look back at last season. The Eagles finished 19 and 12 overall, and they came in second in the Chicago Public League South Conference and made it all the way to the IHSA Class 3A State Regional Semifinals. Talk about how you felt about last season. We did have a really good good year last year. We had some things along the way that we're definitely going to work to improve on this year. But last year's team was great. Great group of guys. We have a good core group of them that are returning. And that's why I'm so excited about this season. We, we got a really, really great group of seniors that have been working hard for four years. Four of the kids that have been four-year starters. So a lot of excitement going into this year. What did you and your coaches take away as a coaching staff? We just realized what we what we need to improve on. We, we got a lot of talent in the program right now and you know right now we're just trying to get the kids as much reps as we possibly can with the space that we have provided this time of year it's hard trying to get them prepared for opening day now when we talk about last year and going into a new 
season 2019 how do you regroup from last year and where are some of the areas that players need to step up and feel this coming season definitely leadership and some of these guys have already been stepping up and, and filling that void big time we, we have some really good leaders in this room right here that's what I have loved seeing the most in just our first two official practices some of these guys that have stepped up and, and taken that leadership role you know the guys have been working hard the first couple days and the type of kids that we have here I think they're they're buying into what we're doing and, and that's going to continue as we go forward now the Eagles will be entering a baseball season the bad thing is you lost a few seniors now the good thing is that there are some players returning going into their senior and junior year so what do you hope the returning players and a few of the new ones playing on varsity this year take away from last year and what do you expect for them to do this upcoming season uh, the returning seniors that we have here today I expect them all to have really big seasons for us the new guys realistically just about every guy returning that should start for us has already seen some significant varsity time so even though we lost some good quality seniors last year I feel like these juniors that are stepping in to take take their spot they're they have experience and they're ready I'm not worried about any of them so the Limbloom Eagles will be ready we have members of the Limbloom Eagles baseball team joining us today after the break coach Fadati will tell us about these veterans joining us from the Limbloom Eagles baseball squad next on the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show. Meet Josh. Hi, everybody. Josh is a high school basketball player, solid shooter, great teammate. Hey, don't forget my tenacious D. And he's my son. Uh Uh-huh. So, what does Josh do to be the best basketball player he can be? I play tennis. Studies show that student-athletes here in Illinois who play more than one high school sport are more likely to excel. Tennis does more than improve Josh's conditioning. It gives him a fresh competitive outlet, reduces the risk of injury by cross-training, and introduces him to different coaching techniques and new friends. Don't get me wrong, hoops are my first love. Tennis just gives me a little break. So when the new season begins, Josh isn't burned out on basketball. He's eager to play. And you can see the difference in his game. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. How you guys doing? It's Mark Hatch II, one of the shining stars of Limbloom Baseball, and it's time to share a moment with another shining star on the H2S2 show. High School Holla. Welcome back. It's the H2S2 Baseball Preview. We've been talking with Eagles head baseball coach, Coach Matt Fadati. And Coach, take a look at this year's roster again and talk about some of the returning players for the Eagles. These guys we got here today, we got Mark Hatch. He's our starting catcher. He's been catching for us for four years. He's a captain. Shows great leadership abilities. He's a guy that may also see a little bit of time in the outfield for us this year. He can bat pretty much anywhere in the lineup. He can run. Great speed for a catcher too. Great speed for a catcher, so that's that's always a privilege. That's true because, you know, I used to play catcher, and I was chubby. So, <laughs> Mark is lean and mean, so you, you got the right one back there. Who else we have? 
Uh, next guy is Chris Moda. Uh, he's also a, a senior captain. Chris has actually been a three-year captain, and uh, he's pretty much done anything that's been asked of him over the, the course of his career. He's played third base, second base. He's played a little bit of shortstop. I mean, I think he's played every position except center field, probably. So he's just a great teammate, great team player. Do whatever it takes to help the team win. I mean, you can't have enough guys like that. Right. It's always good to have a utility guy in, in your lineup. All right, who's next? Daniel Gay. Uh, Daniel Gay is a senior. He's our returning uh, MVP from last season. He is our ace of the pitching staff. Uh, he's also our center fielder. Bats at the top of our order. Great speed on the bases. Great awareness. Great baseball intelligence. Can't say enough good things about him as a player. It's been a privilege to coach him. Uh, Mensah Lagan. He's been a two-year starter for us. Another senior. He'll play a lot of third base for us this year. Some second base, and he's going to pitch. Last year, he saw a lot of time as a, as a relief pitcher. This year, he may start a few more games on the mound, but we'll also see time as a relief guy. Another guy, he's one of the greatest competitors that I've coached. This guy has, he just has it when he steps between those lines. He, he puts a game face on like I've never seen before, and he's just always ready to play. Great gamer, just a gamer. Well, we were talking off air, and when I asked what were some of the games we needed, he was the first one to tell me which games to circle on the calendar. So, yeah, he's a true competitor. <laughs> Justice Page, another four-year starter, shortstop. He batted in our lineup a couple different spots. He's batted in the two-hole, three, four. He's kind of been kind of been around um, all over there. Uh, great defender, th- defends his position really well. Can can make pretty much every play. He's also our, our number two starter on, on on the pitching staff. I believe he won about five five games last year on the mound for us. Had a great year. Um, I expect a lot of big things for him this year. He's also uh, a captain this year, and he's another kid. Just a really good teammate, very mature, uh, just a really great kid. Well, let's get an opportunity to talk to these shining stars of the Limbloom Eagles baseball squad. I want to thank you guys for joining us on the H2S2 show. Let's start off, share with us your experience in attending Limbloom Math and Science High School and being able to play baseball for the Eagles. Um, how you guys doing? This is Mark Hatch II. Being here at Limbloom gives you the best of both worlds. You're able to get your academics done as well as a fantastic athletic um, school. So being here is just fantastic. I know I come here after school every day, ready to work. And then I come to school, you know, I do my homework, get good grades, and then, you know, come back ready to play. Uh, this is Chris Moto talking right now. And uh, being at Limbloom has been a, a true blessing to me, honestly. Uh, when I first, you know, decided to come here, I didn't know if it was going to be the choice for me. I didn't know if it was going to be the right school for me, but it definitely has been. Being on the baseball team especially, I've really found a home here at Limbloom, especially surrounded by these guys. These are these are like my second family here. So, you know, it's just been great. We've been doing, we're all, you know, student athletes. Student comes first and the athlete comes second, but we're all good enough in both, in both parties to just be great, be successful, and just be examples to the younger guys here that are, that are going to follow in our footsteps once we leave. All right, this is Daniel talking. Um, being at Limbloom has been a great, you know, six years that I've been here. Started from seventh grade all the way to a senior. You know, I've grown a lot as a baseball player, but also as a student, and I can't thank Limbloom enough. Hello, this is Mensa Lagan. Coming from a family where my parents have always put a lot of emphasis on the quality of my education, I feel like I just feel really lucky to be at a school that pushes me academically um, in the classroom, outside the classroom, and as well as on the field. This is Justice Page speaking, and I feel that Limbloom has been the biggest blessing ever. Coming here, I was also an AC kid for being here for six years. After seventh and eighth grade graduation, I realized that there's no other place I would ever want to be. Limbloom just gives you 
the best opportunity to put yourself in the best place possible, and I think that's that's a great place that you want to be in life. You guys are the veterans of this Eagles baseball squad. What type of leader would you say you are? This is Chris. Uh, definitely being a, a three-year varsity captain and a four-year varsity starter, I can say that uh, you know when I was a sophomore, I was looking up to captains like uh, past uh, captains like Jacob Thomas. He was uh, really good for us. He he was the best leader we had in possibly these four years, and I learned a lot from him. And you know about leadership and what it takes to just lead this group of you know guys that are just coming together to play baseball on this field and you know he definitely taught me a lot so that's what I've been trying to teach these younger guys you know uh, just yesterday we were I was leading the warm-ups for JV and freshman team and I see a lot of potential in them as leaders you know they all want to be the person in the middle during our stretches they all want to be the leaders during uh, our agility lines and stuff so you know working with them to to show what it takes to to lead this team because you know once we're gone it's in their hands so that's that's what we got to leave that uh, you know we got to leave that impression for them. Uh, this is Daniel speaking again and I feel like I'm a energy leader you know that's kind of different being a vocal leader and leading by example having my teammates be able to feed off my energy and be able to match and like reciprocate what I'm giving out is like what I feel like I bring to the table you know when I'm there everybody's energy and their spirits are up when I'm gone you can clearly see a difference so I feel like I'm an energy leader when you guys look back at last season making it to the state regional semifinals what was the journey like personally I feel like it was a really long journey like like coach said we went through a lot of things as a team there was some like behavioral issues that went on personally I did not start the year as a starter on varsity but I got pulled up eventually and then I st- I started for the rest of the season until I broke my thumb and so yeah like I said last year it was really up and down it was it was intense till the last moment when we played Brooks that was it was a crazy game because it was just a lot of passion and we still ended up not pulling out the victory so yeah this is Mark Hatch um to go off of what Mensa said we really learned about who we are as players and as people because like Mensa said we had a lot of ups and downs a lot of tribulations and to get uh, as far as we got was um, really outstanding we started off a little little slow our bats weren't awake but we were able to get to the regional championship and really put up a fight now, I want to ask you guys, what's different about you as a player and the team compared to last year? I would say this year as as being like one of the one of the few leaders on the team is instead of being like one of the many leaders, I feel like this year I have to like grow into my role and be a better like leader, uh, like a better vocal leader and to uh, help my younger players and to continue to like be a player's coach, you know, continue to uh, develop the younger kids, but uh, also develop myself. Now, what's the attitude of the team during the offseason? This is Justice and that. Attitude of the season is it's really good. It's a, it's a lot of fun, you know. We try to we try to incorporate fun as much as we can while also taking the game and taking the all season very serious to get our time right, to get get our mind right for the games and for the upcoming season. But we try to make sure that we have a lot of fun, and I don't think we ever come up short on doing that. Now I, I gotta ask, what does it take to make this Limbloom baseball squad? You just can't be any type of student athlete. You gotta be a special athlete to be on this squad. What does it take? Hey, this is Mark. One thing is commitment. You have to be here on time with your hat with your maroon hat for practice all your practice gear you have to be ready to play and you have to be all in uh, this is justice again and I think uh, another thing it takes to make the Limbaugh baseball team is heart but I, I, I don't think that's just for Limbaugh I think that's for anything if you if you really are passionate about what you want to do it takes a lot of heart and a lot of passion in it so I think that also plays a big role on making the Limbaugh baseball team give me any word that you would use to describe the Limbaugh Eagles baseball squad the word I would use is a phenomenal. I think that we're a, a great team, you know, with, with good energy. I think we're just a great all-around team, and I think phenomenal sums up a, a lot of a bit of everything in there. 
kind of relating to Justice's previous two answers, I would say that a big word to describe us would be heart because I think we always fight till the end and we we never give up. I would say city champions because we have a lot of talent in this school, talent on this team, and this year you're going to see us grow and take that city championship back. Uh, Sticking with Mensa, I'd say definitely uh, passion and being passionate. I think when it comes down to it, when we need to get on the field and do our, you know, handle our business, everyone's, everyone's in it. You know, it's not just one guy leaving, you know, even in the dugout, people on the bench, they'll, they'll stay, they'll stick in the game and they'll, they'll keep their heads in the game because they all want to win. They all want to play. And we all got the heart here to win. And just like Daniel said, we, we're coming for that city championship because that's what all, that's what we all want. Following Daniel, I would say respectable. Through these four years with Coach Verratti coming in and us senior, uh, us freshmen turning into seniors, um, we've grown in not only CPS, but CPS baseball around the league. So they know that we're a good team. We have targets on our backs. What kind of coach is Coach Fadati? What does it take to play for him? This is Chris. Uh, I definitely say Coach Fadati is intense. He is, he's not, you know, he's not one of those coaches that just kind of lays back and lets their team do whatever they want. He takes control. You know, we got captains here, but if we were on a ship right now. He's the main guy. He's our, you know, our sailor, our everything to this to this program. And, you know, to, what it takes to play for him is just, you know, like Mark said, commitment, you know, the heart to play. And you got to have talent, man. Like, we all have talent, but Coach Vidati sees that in everybody, and he knows what to do with this team. He's definitely turned us around in these four years. I would have to say Coach Vidati is most definitely the coach of the year because when we take the city championship, the one who's going to lead us to this city championship is the one, the only Matthew Fidati. <laughs> I love it. What it takes is definitely you know who the jokester is, don't. <laughs> it's definitely um hard work. I think yeah, I just think it's just hard work. Like like they said, commitment earlier. You know, you, you got to be dedicated a hundred percent. And I think he's really big on that. He he know this is hard work and commitment right off the bat. I would actually like to go out on a limb and say that coach is actually a player's coach. I have the opportunity to be in his fitness class, so I speak to him almost every day. You you know, he sees who I am as a person, as a baseball player, as a man, and I know that he has definitely helped me grow and understand everything that I've gone through. What's the best advice Coach Fadati has given you? Get tough. He used to say that every single day. I remember freshman year, we tried out in snow in the middle of a blizzard, and he wanted us to get tough, to get get in our position and, and play, you know, do what we need to do. So, you know, there's no crying in baseball like they say, and he always makes, he always reminds us to get tough and play our hearts out on that field. Coach Fadati has definitely made an impact on me with his statement of it's all mental wow there was rain pouring and it was below 30 it's all mental I think what all of us players are trying to address is that uh, we play in the code, we practice in the code, and that if you're not mentally tough, you're not going to be able to withstand life. I love that. And this is just to sum up everything that has been said over the past 30, 45 seconds. Coach Fadadi's famous saying is, if you don't think it's cold, it's not cold. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have some fun questions. Who has the best nickname on the squad? Chocolate Buddha. And who's that? Mensa Lagan. You got to tell me where that came from. Where it come from? My nickname of Chocolate Buddha came from my family because uh, I I was always like a, a husky child and um, my favorite food was chocolate. And they, yeah, they, they claim that my first word was chocolate. So, <laughs> Who wants to tell me the favorite baseball moment here at Limbloom that you've experienced? Last year on our game versus Chaz at UIC, our brother, Mr. Uh, Mr. Man of the South, Malik, did a dolphin dive at first base, missed the ball 
wall and we all got up, pointed at him and acknowledged his hard work and his dedication. Who does the best impersonation of Coach? I would like to say Justice Page does one. Justice, give me give me one quick impersonation of what something good Coach would do. Guys, uh, I checked the weather today. It said it's going to be about 32. You know, um, that's pretty warm in my eyes. So, you know, we're going to go outside only for about 45 to an hour. You know, it's pretty cold. But I think we can definitely get some ground ball work in, definitely get a bullpen in, definitely long toss. Uh, and I think we should, we should definitely have a great practice outside. It's only 32, so that's pretty warm. How was it, Coach? Was that pretty accurate? I literally just told them that earlier today. So, yeah, that's 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 about right. We're about to go outside right after this interview. <laughs> Best thing about playing baseball? I really like the struggle of it. And that's not a typical answer, but I like when you're when you're feeling down, when you've been down for a week or so, just in a slump, and that, and that hit that gets you out, it really puts you over the top and your your energy is just amazing after that the best thing is the the shots you get at third base no time to think all reaction i would say the competition of it because i like to compete and i like to talk after i win so the competition of it uh, i definitely say the challenge it gives you you know it takes it takes a lot to be a good ball player and you know you have to you have a lot to overcome you have a lot to do you have a lot to practice and you know they say practice makes perfect you just got to keep practicing because that's all it takes to be a good ball player uh, the chances you get. The leadoff batter can get three to four at-bats. Um, you can change them every at-bat. You can get another shot every every day. Tell our listeners one reason they need to come out and catch the Limbloom Eagles baseball team in action. You need to catch the Limbloom baseball team in action because we're going to hit bombs. We're going to hit home runs this year. That's something that we haven't yet to do uh, these three years, but we have a lot of power, a lot of strength on this team, and you can catch that. I mean, we said the best you know, earlier. We're the best team in the city. That's hands down. I think we got the best core group. We got the best talent one through nine the lineup is just completely stacked for us so you want to see you know diving plays bombs being hit everything you everything you need everything you need to enjoy about baseball you come see us play catch us while we're up because the train is leaving the station i would say that there's going to be fireworks so that's definitely why you should come see us because we'll be the most exciting hands down i would say that you should come see us because i will be there you see me at short and not many balls are going to get through and i think i'm just a very enthusiastic player so come see justice page you guys are a lot of fun but coach how does it feel when you hear how passionate these guys are about baseball, but also about you as a coach. Uh, honestly, as I was sitting here listening to them, it's, it's humbling to hear how they, you know, interpret some of the things that I preach all the time. You know, it's not a little thing to me. A, I'm a stickler about being on time and dressing the same and being a team, you know, being a good teammate. But it relates to life too you know earlier uh, I was talking about you know it's all about winning and you remember winning you remember the wins that's the fun times but a lot of the messages I'm, I'm trying to get through to these guys is you know to be better people in life when they become adults to be a, a good productive member of society and you get a job you got to be on time you know so it's you gotta you gotta learn that now and and there's a lot more that goes into it too than just that but that that's it's it's good that the message is getting through and that's what it's all about as a coach you know just preparing them for life Coach, I want to ask you, how would you and your coaching staff evaluate the talent on this team? We're going through it right now. You know, every single day we're evaluating, you know, what projected lineup may be like, trying to figure out who's going to fit into certain roles. We got so much depth. We got talent on our bench that, I mean, they would start on a lot of teams. You know, we're trying to figure out how we can fit everybody in, what kind of role they're going to have. Maybe it's as a pinch runner or relief pitcher or pinch hitter, kind of whatever it is. And we want to see, you know, who's willing to do what, not 
not everybody's going to embrace those roles, and we're trying to figure that out right now. Now, let's talk about the competition you'll face this season in the Chicago Public League South Conference. You lose a few teams this year. How has the conference changes affected how you enter this new season? Honestly, it's not affecting anything that we do. We're ready regardless of who we're playing. We load up our non-conference games with all the Jackie Robinson North and South teams as much as we can. You know, we're going to face a lot of tough competitions, and and that'll prepare us for the South Conference games. It's just about getting out there. Hopefully the weather cooperates and playing some of these these non-conference games so that we're ready to go once the conference starts in April. I heard the players' goals. What are some of the goals you've set for yourself and for this team? Because they got city championship in mind. Yep, we, we set some goals on, on Monday, the things that we want to do. Uh, first thing is to uh, not just win conference, but we want to go undefeated in conference. And we want to break the school's win record, which is 20. So we're looking to get 21 plus. You know, we're talking about a city championship because we do believe it. And I believe in this team uh, 100% that we have the ability and the talent, one through nine, and the depth that we have on our bench to get that done. We haven't gotten a city win yet. So the first thing they wrote down was, one, we got to get our first city win since we've been together because all of us in this room right here, we came came to Limblum at the same time. We've been together for four years. So once we get that win, then we're going for that city championship. And the next thing is we've been in that regional championship two years in a row and lost. So we want to get over that hump and win that and, and then get ultimately get to that sectional championship and hopefully beyond. You know, we just want to go as far as we possibly can. These seniors are special. And, you know, when they're gone, I'm going to miss them quite a bit. It's been a lot of fun getting to know them and coaching them for the last four years. Uh, this, this group means a, a lot to me. And this is a group that I'll never forget as a coach. What's new with the Limbloom Eagles baseball squad? The biggest thing going on right here is that we just received a $300,000 grant from Cubs Charities. So uh, the baseball program, it's a softball program also. It's included in that. The school is extremely excited. It's, it's, and it's not just for our school. It's for the Englewood community. It's through Limbloom Park District. We'll benefit from it, but it's, it's all about the community as well. So September of this year, they're going to break ground. They'll start redoing the fields. It's really an exciting time. There's lots of positivity going on with both programs baseball and softball and this is just one more way you know that we're going to continue to build the programs here and hopefully it's a a draw since we're a selective enrollment school you know we want kids that want to play baseball in high school and beyond we want them here and having a nice facility play on will hopefully get us some more kids like that now coach Fidati, we let the players tell our listeners i want you to tell listeners why they need to come and see the limbloom eagles baseball squad this season they need to come because this is an exciting team. I mean, we got talent all over the field. We got college talent. We got a couple of these guys in this room either signed or about to sign commitments to play in college. Justice Page has got a partial ride to uh, Clark Atlanta. Mark Hatch is about to sign with Tuskegee. I know Daniel Gay's got a lot of interest. And we got tons of talent, and they're not the only ones. Some of these other guys in this room, they have opportunities as well, but most likely going for academics. But we got guys in the in the younger grades too, some juniors, Jared. Jeremiah Hurt, JT Sherman Ratliff, Al King, those three right there, juniors are, are kids to watch out for, kids that I think ultimately could play in college at some level as well. Come out, you're going to see some serious players in this program, and, and there's guys coming up, some of the sophomores, a couple good freshmen as well. You're going to come out seeing us this season, it's exciting, but come back year after year because we got talent, and we're going to keep building, keep winning. Coach Matt Fidati, we wish you and the 2019 Lindblom Eagles baseball squad much success this season. We'll be out there covering you guys. Thank you for joining us again for our H2S2 baseball preview show, Coach. Thanks again for having us. High School Holla. lot of fun chilling with the baseball team at Lindblom Math and Science. Now the Eagles baseball season opens up this coming Monday at Lindblom Park against the Kelly Trojans. 
who you'll also hear from in a few weeks as a part of our high school baseball coverage. Up next in Diva Sports, we talk Limbloom Eagles softball. So stay with us because this you don't want to miss. I'm Coach Eichhorn, coach of the Limbloom Eagles softball program, and we support the H2S2, the only sports talk show for the high school sports. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. I'm Alani Hernandez, 10th grade pitcher on the Limbloom Eagles softball team. Hi, this is Anissa Cloud's 10th grader catcher with the Limbloom Eagles softball team. Hello, I'm Charlene Gorman playing left field. I'm the Limbloom Eagles softball team and I support the H2S2 show, the only sports talk show for high school sports. Exclusive Welcome back, everyone, to our H2S2 Diva Sports Softball Preview. We are now joined with the head softball coach of the Limbloom Eagles, Allison Eichhorn. How is everybody today? First time guest today, H2S2 show. Tell us how long you've been the head softball coach here at Limbloom. This is my fourth year as the varsity softball coach at Limbloom. We always ask coaches who join us on the show, share with us a high school moment. The players are having fun with this. They want to hear this one. Waiting. Uh, I think one of the best moments of my high school experience was when I was a sophomore. um, I was playing varsity, and we were in our regional game. I believe we were playing Bremen, if I remember correctly. I grew up in Lansing, Illinois, so I went to TF South High School. And one of my favorite moments, there were two outs, and we had the tying run at second base, and I hit a single to uh, center right field to score that tying run, which was pretty exciting. That's a great moment. Won't y'all agree? That's a great moment. Great moment. Let's talk softball now. When we look back at the Limbloom Eagles season last year, overall record 9-7-1, and the Eagles went 7-3-1 in the Chicago Public League Black Conference at that time. What did you and the team learn from last year? So last year we had a lot of seniors that we graduated out. So we had seven seniors on the team. All those seniors were starters. I think one of the things I'm learning this year is how to rebuild, right? How to continue building for stability in, in the program and then just getting the students, I think the skills they need to be able to play varsity softball is where I'm at. I think one of the best things I learned last year was that we really need stable pitching. So I've spent a focus this year on trying to develop everyone as a pitcher just in the capacity to be able to go out to the mound if they need to. You mentioned a senior heavy team last year. How do you feel that void with the things that you have to prepare for in the upcoming season, getting people acclimated to the varsity level? So weather is always a shock factor. I think it's hard to play in the cold. The ball stings. We play with, you know, mixed uh, aluminum alloy bats, right? And it, it stings when it hits. It's also just hard on your muscles to play in the cold. Your muscle, muscles are tense 
saying they're freezing up. Keeping warm, continuously keeping warm is, is something that we try to train our girls to do. So in terms of weather, we'll be out next week. We'll be out as early as we can get out. As long as it's above freezing, I tell the girls we're playing outside. So that's that's one thing that they need to prepare for. I think in terms of re- replacing the void, it was a hard year last year in the sense that those varsities that I graduated, all of them had played with me for the three years that I had been coach. I, I brought them in as sophomores and I'd been with them for three years. So I really focused a lot of my energy on developing them as players. I mean, I think that showed going from a losing record that first year to a very winning record last year. So filling that void, I took on a lot of young freshmen last year and I have a lot of sophomores now that played for me last year and then new freshmen this year that I took on as varsity to try to train for these next four years to to keep us stable. Now, will you do anything with this year's roster that you didn't do because you had a a senior veteran squad? Yeah, last year we had a lot of heavy hitters on the team, like a lot of people that can just knock the ball, and we don't have that this year. So we we have a lot of singles hitters and a lot of line drives hitters, which is great, but it's it's different in thinking of what our roster is going to look like and how our lineup is going to be shaped to get smaller plays instead of the bigger plays. We're in a unique position because the Black Conference is the middle conference, right? CPS Sports has a wide array of, of ability levels, and so the Black Conference gives us the opportunity to show some of our really good players, but also uh, stay competitive in every game. Now we have some members of the Limbloom softball team joining us today, and after the break, we'll be talking with Coach and some of the shining stars we can expect big things from next on the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in Illinois, who do you meet? Answer. Men and women who played high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Question, so where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer, high school sports. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Hi, I'm Taja Page, 12th grader, first baseman, one of the shining stars of Limbloom Eagles, and it's time to share a moment with another shining star on the H2S2 show. Welcome back to our H2S2 Diva Sports Softball Preview. We've been talking Limbloom Eagles softball with the head coach, Allison Icorn. Coach, when you look at your roster this year, who are some of the players we should watch out for that's going to lead the Eagles to further success? So we have a lot of players that stand out. I think I'm most excited about watching uh, our catcher, Anissa, who's a sophomore currently. I'm also excited about watching Kendall, our third baseman. She's played varsity with me all four years, uh, and she's definitely been a leader on the team since she's a freshman. And then uh, Tasia, who is our first baseman, but might be playing a different position this year. She's a good hitter. She's just a really solid player all around who just picked up the sport as a sophomore. So learned how to play and has been starting on varsity for a while now. All right, let's talk to a few of these shining stars from the Limbloom Eagle team. And we'll let you introduce yourselves to our listeners. Hey, everybody. Um, I'm Kendall Cole. Anissa Kaltayu. Alani Hernandez. Charlene Gorman. I'm Tasia Page. How does it feel going to Limbloom Math and Science and playing Eagle softball? Well, for me, um, it's kind of hard to balance academics and sports because this is a really rigorous school. So balancing academics and sports can be very challenging. Um, but I've learned to do it over the years, and it's really fun. Shout out to Coach. Um, <laughs> yeah, my teammates and Coach just make it a really fun season. 
Yeah, kind of building off of that, I want to agree with Tasia. She said that it's very fun. It is very fun. We had a lot of good times last year, last season. Also, building off of that, I do find it very hard. It takes a lot of commitment to be on um, a varsity level sport, and especially like having to balance like AP classes and working if you do work. This is Kendall. Um, I've been playing softball since I was five. I've been on traveling teams, but playing here at Limbloom has been a completely different experience because of the sense of community here. Um, I've traveled with girls across the states, but I've never really had a family until I came here. This is Anissa Kalatayud. You know, I've been playing softball since I was three. I started off with baseball, and I had to, like, work around playing softball because that was not my sport. But when I came to Limbloom, I mean, it was tough at first getting along with players. But after a while, like, I enjoyed it. And, you know, this team is, like, family to me now. Like, I enjoy coming to softball practice and games. Baseball and softball? Yep. What position in baseball? I was shortstop and catcher. You were killing it, wasn't you? Yep, you already know. I believe it. Hi, I'm Alani Hernandez and I'm a 10th grader. So before I came to Limbloom, I'll admit that I played softball for a couple years, but I really wasn't the best. But then I came to Limbloom and, you know, being with Coach Icorn and listening to her like critique and telling me what to do, my throwing and my batting, I think it's been a very fun and growing experience. And this year I'm learning how to pitch and I'm hoping to be the starting pitcher for varsity. So I hope that works out for me. But um, dealing with school at the same time, it's um, like everyone else said before, it's a really big commitment because you have to learn how to balance going to practice every single day after school and making sure you're on top of your grades, like getting all A's and speaking with your teachers. How would you describe last season? We asked Coach, how would you, one of you describe last season? Uh, this is Anissa. Last season, it was amazing. I love the seniors that were here last year, and, you know, I kind of miss them still, and I hope they come back to watch their games. I, at first, me and Miss Icorn didn't get along, but we started growing our friendship. I love you, Miss Icorn. <laughs> <laughs> Brownie points, Coach. That's, last season was a, a great success for the Limbloom softball program. What did you take away from last season to prepare for this season? I'll answer this one. This is Kendall. Really just learned how to be a better team player and leader. I'm trying to figure out, although we're a team, everyone when it's different and everyone gets in their head at different points in the game. Softball is just as mental as it is physical. So just learning how to learn my players and my, my team and figuring out how to support them so we can play better. You know, I swear, Kendall, you was looking on my iPad because I was going to ask about leadership and she came with it. So I'm going to change the question now since you got that one right off the bat. What's different about this year's team than last year? Last year, like we already talked about, we had a lot of seniors who are experienced and have been playing since they were freshmen, sophomores. And this year, we have a lot of new incoming girls or girls that just started last year. So I think, like Icorn had said earlier, like just building our team is a like challenge, but I think we can get through and have an amazing season. What's the attitude of the team this offseason as you get in conditioning and preparing? This is Tasia. We have a lot of new girls this year, and they're kind of getting used to how Miss Icorn coaches and how like how her mental is set up. So, like, I started my sophomore year, like she said, and it was a really hard transition for me as well because she was literally crazy. <laughs> like, I have to be honest. I have to be. I have to be honest. Yeah, but, you're gonna have to run more suicide. <laughs> but yes, but I learned to love her. Like, she's a very great person. It's only for the best. So she wants the best for us. So. To add on to that, this is Kendall. As the new girls are starting to get more acquainted with how iCoin works, uh, we, the veterans, have been taking it upon ourselves to keep other things light and have fun and have people feel like they're a part of the team. We're talking about all the new girls that come on to the team this year. What does it take? What type of student athlete do you have to be to be on this softball team? Hey, this is Charlene. We said this before, it takes a lot of commitment, and that's also like on your own time. I know I had to take from last season, I had a hard time um, adjusting to be 
being on a varsity level coming from JV as a sophomore. I took that and I applied it over the summer and it, I feel like coming up, moving to varsity, it's not only practicing every day after school, but it's also like taking a step back and looking at the things that the coaches are telling you to do and apply it at home on your own time. Because like Ms. Akron said before, it takes a lot to learn the sport and it doesn't just happen overnight. This is Kendall, but um, I think you also have to be a bit of a contradiction. You have to be very firm and confident in your own athletic abilities, but also be willing to be flexible and coachable and get out of your comfort zone to be better at the sport. Give me one word to describe this year's Limbloom softball team. Flexible. Okay, why flexible? Because we're a very coachable team this year. Not saying that last year, but last year we had some hard hits. But <laughs> now the girls are very like open and willing to be coached. So from the first day until now, we've grown so much as a team. And I think this season is going to be an interesting one. I hope we can pull through. So. Um, this is Charlene again, and I agree with Tasia. Like with the the younger um players that are on varsity now, they don't they take criticism. Like if you have something that tell them with with like hitting or throwing they'll take it and they'll apply it and they'll use it and I feel like that's it's gonna be great this season because I feel like when Miss Icorn has something to say to them or like critique that they'll they'll take that and they'll build off of that you guys have said some great things about coach Icorn how is it playing for her playing for Miss Icorn Ooh. Listen, you got to have thick skin. You have to. Because she, she's a coach. She loves you, but she wants you to do it right. And if you're not going to do it right, you got to take it somewhere else, honestly. Uh, this is Kendall. And like I said, I've been playing for a while, but I learned that you can never be too good, especially if you're playing for Miss Icorn. The sharpest tool in the shed ain't sharp enough. And that's great. You know, I, I love that. It helps me grow. And uh, as I look to, as I'm about to go to college, it, it gives me something to keep playing for. Hi, this is Anissa. You know, I've been playing softball for a while, but I never had, like, a female coach. And this is my first time ever having a female coach. So, you know, we bump heads because, you know, we both know the game of softball. But when it comes to certain things, I think I know a little better sometimes. But, you know, Miss Icorn is the coach. So, you know, I'm learning now how to work with coaches and, like, do what she says. That's a big goal for me. Hi, this is Alani Hernandez, and like Tasia said, I think you need to have thick skin because last year as a freshman, it was my first year playing for varsity and Miss Icorn. So in the beginning, I was kind of unsure about it because I was like, oh, you know, she's like screaming at us like every day. She always like is critiquing something that I do wrong. But um, now as a sophomore, like playing for her for like my second year, I learned that it's she's only telling me what to do because I need to improve, not because she wants to like bother me. She wants to bug me. The best advice Coach Icorn has given you. I got this one. I would say just get out of your head. That's probably the best advice because I'm, I'm my own biggest critic. And when I'm ready to get out of the game because I think I'm letting my team down, she forces me to stay in there and get through it. Stop dancing in the baddest box. <laughs> Stop dancing in the baddest box. That's a good one. I think the best uh, advice Miss Icorn ever gave me was shake the attitude off because I tend to get hot-headed sometimes and like just do my game and I don't listen to her sometimes. So you, that's like one of the biggest ones I have. Who has the best nickname on the team? What's the nickname? This is Anissa. I got two nicknames. Uh, one is Meniscus. It was Tasia who gave it to me. I don't know why they oh, gave well, it to let's me. Let's ask Tasia because you give her that nickname. I just, I don't know. Like I, I'm really crazy when it comes to stuff like that. And to me, Meniscus sounds like Anissa. I don't know why it does. it does. So I was just like meniscus one day and then it stuck. So what's the best softball moment? Who has a great softball moment? 
So um, one of the best softball moments was actually outside of school when we went to a Cubs game for free, if I believe. Yeah, because we were partnered with um, the Cubs charity program and um, they gave us a lot of great opportunities like they're going to rebuild our varsity baseball and softball field um, for the upcoming seasons. So they took us to a Cubs game and both softball and baseball got to go um, junior varsity and varsity. And it was just really fun because we really got to grow as a team like on the way there taking the red line and like going to Miss Icorn's house to eat pizza and like just like getting to know her animals that she always talks about every single day. Crazy cat, crazy cat. <laughs> Big hollers to the Chicago Cubs, my favorite team by the way. If you weren't playing softball, what other sport would you be playing? I would be playing basketball. Basketball was my first love, but I kind of took a break from it. I learned to love softball even more. Uh, this is Anissa. I'm an all-around athlete. and I've been playing soccer since I was three as well. And, you know, I gave that up. But I think if I were to play another sport, it would be soccer. This is Charlene, and I would also be playing soccer because I played it when I was younger all the way up to eighth grade. But I stopped when I went to high school. So, yeah, if I wasn't, I would be playing soccer. Tell our listeners why they should come out and check out the Limbloom Eagles on the softball field. Oh, this is Alani Hernandez. You should come check out us on the softball field so you can see what we're talking about when we say that Miss Icorn loves to give us critique on the field and, you know, kind of point us out, scream us, you know, bench us if we're doing something wrong. This is Anissa. I think people should come and check out the softball team at Limbloom because, you know, it's like different personalities and you get to experience like how people work with each other like, coming from different backgrounds and like building as a team over the years. Uh, this is Kendall. You should come check us out because we're just a versatile team. Um, you might see one inning someone's playing this position, then they're all the way across the field. We have switch hitters. We have, like, we're just versatile. Hey, this is Charlene, and I feel like you guys should come out and go see Limbloom Eagles because we got a lot of good hitters on our team. Hi, this is Tasia. I think you guys should come out and see the Limbloom softball team because we are the underdogs, and we are the ones you should be looking out for. So... Now, Coach Icon, talk about how it feels to hear your players, how they talk about the game of softball, and in a loving way, that tough love you give them. It's exactly how I would expect them to respond. They're good. They're amazing athletes. They're amazing students. I'm very grateful to be at Limblum. I'm also very grateful to work with these young ladies. I think I've always had male coaches in my life, and um, I think it's really important to have female coaches. I don't think there's enough female coaches. We've all played the sport, but we don't come back and coach, right? And so I made the decision to come back and coach female athletes. I think it tells a lot about the perspective that they come back with. I also think it's really good to have female role models. Like I, I And so hearing them say, like, you know, part of the reason why it, I can hear them say she's hard and she's she's difficult and she's going to criticize is because it, I feel like if it was a male coach, it wouldn't probably be a conversation. And so it's a different personality of how what they expect from female coaches and what they expect as a female sport. And we're getting them over that threshold of what it means to be a female athlete playing high school varsity ball. I expect it from them. They work their butts off in practice, so no complaints. And Coach, I can feel the love. I, when they were talking, I can feel the love. Talk about the competition you'll face in the Chicago Public League Black Conferences. Yeah, we have Brooks that moved down from the Red Conference. They're back in our conference. We're going to see uh, Kelly. We're going to see Kenwood, Morgan Park. There's going to be some a few difficult ones that we need to make sure that we're ready for. Kelly's always been trouble for us, and so we need to win the game this year. We're also going to see Back of the Yards. Back of the Yards has always been really good. So just solid teams that we need to be ready for the competition. 
What are some of the goals you set as a coach having to bring these players up to a varsity level and as a team as a whole? So my expectation is that you work hard. My expectation is commitment to the sport and my expectation is learning the sport. I've always been an advocate for like anyone can play the game, but learning and understanding the game takes years of experience, right? So we try to give the girls the experience to be able to understand what to do in situations. A lot of people think, you know, I was just reading an article about how baseball and softball are, they're not being watched anymore because Americans don't have the time span, but I am in love with this sport. I've been in love with this sport since I was a young child. And so my commitment is getting the girls to love this sport as much as I do. Coach Icorn, we gave the players an opportunity. I want to give you an opportunity to talk about, tell our listeners why they need to come out and support Limbloom Eagle softball and see these young ladies in action. So I just had a parent meet and one of the things I said to the parents is that I've, I've never been able to interact with a better group of girls just in, in how respectful they are, how much they appreciate and want to learn, how much they're, they're going to work hard at practice. And, and they do these things all in isolation to build to who they are as humans. Right. And I, I just really love and appreciate who they are as humans. And that comes across as in the field. Right. That comes across as who they are as players and who they want to be and develop as people who become adults. Like they're going to be amazing adults in the real world. And I'm excited to see that on the softball field. Now I want to give you guys an opportunity, as we say on the show, to give a hollers out to the family and friends that are listening to you today. Who you want to give a holler to? Okay, holler to my mom right now. She's in North Carolina. Um, I love you. I miss you. Come home soon. Okay. I want to give a shout out to my dad, who's been my coach since day one, and he's always pushed me to do the best and be the best. Uh, shout out to my dad, who's been there forever for every little thing, always giving me those side glares and whatnot when I mess up. Shout out to my mom that tries to make it to every game if she can. I hope you're listening. Most supportive person I have. Shout out to my mom as well. I love you. And shout out to everybody that's helped me grow as a person and a player. Thank you. <laughs> well, I want to thank you ladies for talking Limbloom softball with us. Coach Allison Icorn, we wish you and the Limbloom Eagle softball team all the best this upcoming season. And we look forward to covering you guys. These girls are serious about their softball. Thank you for joining us, Coach. Thank you so much for having us. Eagles on me. Eagles on three. One, two, three. Eagles. I love it. Love it. High School Holla. Well, the Limbloom softball season won't open for a few more weeks. On Wednesday, March the 27th, Eagles travel to Little Village to take on the Phoenix to open and start the Limbloom Eagles softball season. So make sure you go out and support these young ladies in action. That's another edition of the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show in the books. We'd like to thank both of our coaches from Limbloom Math and Science, Coach Matt Fadati, the head baseball coach, and the head softball coach, Coach Allison Icorn, and all of our shining stars who joined us this week. Thank you also to our show sponsors who partnered with us to bring you the best show in Chicago covering high school sports. Before we let you go, there's a few things we want you to know. Lady Rain Basketball will be holding tryouts for girls today at Southside YMCA located at 6330 South Stony Island from 2.30 to 5 p.m. And they will have tryouts tomorrow, Sunday, March the 10th at Dalton Park District located at 721 Ingle Street in Dalton, Illinois. That will be from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Tryouts are for girls in grades 7 through 11. For more info, go to LadyRainREIGN.com. 
We want to remind all our AAU teams and coaches that Baylor Youth Basketball will be hosting several events throughout the spring and summer. These events are NCAA certified, and if you want to catch the eye of a college recruiter, you need to go and check out BaylorBasketball.org for a list of all their upcoming events. For my football players out there, Start Tough Front Organization is offering one-hour training sessions for offense and defense alignment. Training is held at Diet High School, 555 East 51st Street. Youth training is from 12 noon to 1 p.m. and high school players are trained from 1 to 2 p.m. The training goes until May 25th, 2019. For more information, you can visit their website, startsupfront.com. Young people, this week's quote is, everyone has a desire to win, but only champions have a desire to prepare. Don't forget to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Urban Field House. Also, give us a like on our Facebook page, the High School Holler Sports page. We appreciate the love from you and invite others to share it too. You can always listen to a broadcast of today's show along with many of our past shows and segments by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. For my iPhones and Android users out there, go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And you can even catch us on SoundCloud. Just search for us on all three of those under the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holler at us every Saturday at 12 noon. And remember, God loves you and we do too. Until next time, I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey saying, I'll at you next week. High School Holla.